Good to see everybody back and some old familiar faces. Jacob Latz. <laughs> All right, let's sing. No, no, be seat. All right, we have a number of announcements this morning, so we'll get started with sports, athletics with Mrs. Martin. Good morning. Uh, the high school volleyball team has their last week this week. Uh, they have a game tonight against Marina and a game, or I'm sorry, yeah, Marina, right? No, Ace. Oh, tonight's Ace Charter School. Friday night is Marina High School for their last game. So it's the last couple games of the season. Um, cross Country finished their season on Saturday, and both, our whole team, our whole team medaled. <laughs> It's the, it was the Monterey Bay Invitational where there's runners from like Southern California and Nevada and all over the place. So they both medaled. Alex Paradiso actually got second in the JV race. That's really exciting. Our middle school basketball team also finished out their season. Um, so in a second, I'm going to invite the coaches up here to hand out awards. Um, but I just wanted to announce that we have about a week off, and then boys basketball starts the first week of November. It's exciting. High school starts on Monday, November 4th, and middle school starts on Tuesday, November 5th. All right, coaches, why don't you come on up? Hello. Those of you that don't know me, my name is Jacob Lutz, and I was the head coach for the middle school girls basketball team, fifth through eighth grade, and I was honored to give the opportunity to coach this season because of Mrs. Martin's baby, so she was not allowed to coach this year. But uh, I had so much fun. I've always wanted to be a coach, and I could not have, it could not have been a better group of girls. They were such hard fighters. We had a great season. We got a few wins, the first wins in a while. And I loved it so much. Every game that we played, even if we didn't win, they fought hard, and they were nail biters and exciting all the way to the end. And I loved it so much. And we just wanted to uh, honor each and one of them for all the strengths that they brought to our team and what they did for everybody. So we got some awards to hand out to all the girls. Okay. 
So since we had technically like two different teams, fifth and sixth and seventh and eighth, there will be an award for pretty much all of them. So there will be a lot. So bear with us. So for most encouraging player <clears throat> on the fifth and sixth, Lily Martin. And for the team player, Carson Cunningham. I don't know if she'll be here. Okay. <clears throat> Most improved player, fifth and sixth, Story Patterson. <clears throat> Defensive player of the year for fifth and sixth, Myla Miller Spawn. Offensive Player of the Year for 5th and 6th, Matias Seprigan. And Most Valuable Player for 5th and 6th, Lily Clark. And that's all the fifth and sixth. Good job, girls. And now for seventh and eighth grade, most improved player, Annalise Lettner. <laughs> Defensive player of the year, Merrick Miller-Spahn. Offensive Player of the Year, Libby Reynolds. And Most Valuable Player for 7th and 8th, Lyric Patterson. Congratulations, girls. Thank you. Hi, everybody. I just want to say thank you to all of you who sold even one ticket for the Drive for Schools because you helped make money for our school. If you sold even one ticket, raise your hand. Great job, everybody, almost everybody, not quite everybody. If you didn't, if you didn't sell any tickets, you have a trash pickup today. <laughs> but guess what? Thanks to some people who sold lots of tickets, our school made $9,465. Isn't that awesome? That is so great. That's the most we have ever made with Drive for Schools. And we were driving by, um, we were driving by Mar Vista the other day and they had a little thermometer outside their school and it said, our goal is $6,000 and we're all, what? We totally got $9,000. So I have some prizes to give out. I just wanted to say thank you to, I, I'm missing one prize, which is the winner for, from week four, but I will get back to that. Um, I just want to say thank you to, um, 
These three students, I'm going to tell you who the winner is for the upper school, the winner is for the lower school, and then the next runner-up that was so close. But remember, these people get to choose from a brand-new ukulele or a $50 gift card to Amazon or a $50 gift card to the Santa Cruz boardroom. So can we please give it up with 240 tickets sold for Eden McNabb? Good job, Eden. Are you choosing the ukulele or a gift card? You are. She's taking the ukulele. Don't fear. I have another one if the next person chooses. Okay. For the lower school, with 157 tickets sold, Sammy Darton. Did you want the gift card or the ukulele? A ukulele? Oh, my goodness. Will you bring that up? It's right over there. They both took the ukuleles. Good job. Okay, big round of applause. Okay, I have two more things to say. First of all, I want to say a big thank you to the next runner-up. Okay, Sammy got 157 tickets. This person got 150 tickets. So close. That was Myla Miller-Spawn. So can we give it up for her? (laughs) And don't forget the winning class. Gets an ice cream Sunday feast that we will determine at a, at a, at a date coming up soon. And that is the eighth grade class. Yes. Okay. Good job, everybody. Thanks for working so hard. Well done, people. Good job. All right. Next, we have some house changes, house, house leading changes. Here's leadership to tell us. House points. Okay. In fourth place with 3,550 points is Aquinas. In third place with 3,815 points is George. In second place, with 5,685 points, is Calvin. And in first place, with 6,195 points, is Augustine. Thank you, leadership students. Well done. It's all going to change anyway next week after uh, report cards go out. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) But maybe I'm not. All right. I want to uh, begin with our usual tradition now. Here we go. Love it. Here we go. The path to wisdom and eloquence is found in in cheerful obedience. And how I honor you and you, me, is showing biblical courtesy. But taking care of things is not as easy as it looks. 
For its secret lies not merely in books. Let God's praise be like honey on my lip, my hand to practice godly stewardship. All right. Can anybody tell me what we talked about last week? Lily Martin. Piety, good. Pietas. And can anybody tell me what the theme, I introduced the theme of Reformation Day this, this year. What was the theme? Anybody know? Henry. Okay, Saints of Father fought for God. It was a phrase. That's pretty much it. But, Caroline? Warriors of the Faith. Good. We've been talking about Warriors of the Faith. Caroline, what house are you in? George, is that right? Okay. Two, 200 points to George. Uh, oh, oh, what? I didn't hear it. <laughs> Just kidding. Okay, okay. All right. Aquinas. Fine. It's only 100 points to George. Um, <laughs> we've been talking about warriors of the faith, those who demonstrated courage and did not avoid the duty placed upon them in their walk with the Lord. Everybody has that. In fact, just in human terms, we all have duty that we can't get around by being sons and daughters. These people that we're discussing, that I've talked about, exhibited virtue of the virtue of pietas, which is devotion to God, parents, and traditional norms. Paul says, fight the good fight. Agonitsu agona of faith. Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold of et- on an eternal life to which you were also called and have confessed the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. And Jesus tells us, in the world you will have trouble, you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer, for I have overcome the world. We looked at the character of Aeneas and how he uh, carried his father on his shoulders led his son out of the city of burning Troy. We looked at Penelope, who was faithful and waited for a long time for her husband to return, but did not give up hope. We looked at Daniel, who refused to, who defied the emperor because he refused to disobey his God. Right When it came time, when the state laws conflicted with God's law, he said, I'm going to obey God over man. And who was rescued from the uh, mouths of the lions. Today I want to introduce another saint, another person of history, Saint Sebastian. Everybody say Saint Sebastian. Oh, is it not on there? Oh. Okay. You guys are like, what are you looking at? Uh. All right. Yay. (laughs) Sorry. 
technical difficulties. Here we go. St. Sebastian entered the Roman army. He lived from uh, 256 to 288. Not a, not a super long life, if you guys can do the math there. He entered the Roman army to assist Christian martyrs and kept his faith secret from, Di- from the emperor Diocletian. Now, if you remember, it was Diocletian who uh, persecuted uh, St. George, right? And Diocletian was, under Diocletian, the emperor Diocletian was the largest number of Christians who were killed for their faith. But he kept it secret. He was very courageous and he rose quickly, being made captain of the Praetorian Guards. Now, some of you guys don't know what this means. Uh, Does anybody know what this means? Can anybody tell me what a Praetorian Guard was? Okay, I'll tell you. Um, it's like it, it's like uh, the Navy SEALs, basically. It's like the Marines. Um, yeah, it's actually more like the Secret Service. Um, Mrs. Odegaard is right. They were the ones that protected the emperor. So you can think about the, the difficulty of that situation, being a Christian, protecting the emperor who wanted to kill Christians and you were a Christian. Now, this isn't the first time that men of God have been in a difficult time. If you remember in the book of Kings, uh, one of the priests under the wicked king Ahab hid hundreds of of faithful priests to God. It hid them in a cave. Um, and and this, was a, this was a bad guy that he had to serve. Okay? Christians have been in difficult situations. And again, anybody who says the Christian life is a, a life of escapism is foolish and does not know what they're talking about. You remember what G.K. Chesterton says. The Christian life has not been found, tri- has not been found, uh, has not been tried and found wanting. It's been found difficult and left untried. Uh, we are called to difficult things. And so he was a Praetorian guard. He was a well-trained soldier, one of the highest elite soldiers you could be in Rome. Eventually, Diocletian found out that St. Sebastian was a Christian and had him shot full of arrows and left dead for his betrayal. Um, but he was, he was true to God. He was faithful to God. And... Every image of St. Sebastian you see in, in classical art has him with arrows. Uh, because we are to remember his faithfulness, his sacrifice, his courage. A widow, however, found him alive and went to retrieve his body. He was still alive. She nursed him back to health. And... Um, he went um, and was hid again from Diocletian, um, and he was and he was loudly criticizing the the persecution of Christians. Um, and eventually, they caught him again. He was martyred a second time. 
which is remarkable. Um, and today, he is uh, buried in the catacombs. Um, and w- one of the things I want you guys, I'm not just trying to freak you out with an image here, okay? <laughs> one of the things I want you guys to remember is that life is real. These, th- these, are, these are, you know, we are so far removed from these kinds of uh, things in our daily life. But the things that we enjoy in our faith, the things that, that were preserved for us, were given to us by people who actually had to die for their faith. We forget that. We think a lot of times that the things we have only concern the, the people that are alive right now. But this is an education that reminds us that there's a whole group of people that have already passed away and that are with the Lord. And we owe as much to them as to the people we are living with now. This is what G.K. Chesterton calls the democracy of the dead. Why should just the living be the ones to determine what happens in the world? So, the church does not forget the things that have gone uh, gone on before them. Remember, you guys are born into a story in the middle of things, in medias re, in media res, right? In the middle of things. You're born into something that you didn't begin. And, it's, and, and the scripture constantly tells us to remember, to look back and to see what happened before you, to be thankful for those things. And to see and to hopefully be inspired by their good example and by their faith. All right, I'm going to pray and then you guys can be dismissed. Father, thank you for this morning. We pray that you would give us a good week. Protect us as you've been faithful to do. And Lord, help us to be moved, to uh, have reverence for the things uh, of God, for the things that you have given us, Lord. Um, help us to have reverence. Uh, for uh, and have the right heart uh, for the things uh, that have come before. Um, Lord, we pray that you would continue to uh, give us uh, courage in our daily walk with each other, and, and Lord, help us to love each other as you have loved us. In Jesus' name, amen.